Hi, everyone. It is 12.39 p.m. on Sunday, June 12th, and let's start the show. Well, hello, Lily. Hi, Christopher. Guess what? What? I don't even have time to exchange pleasantries because I've got to tell you that we tried garlic on Friday and it's now Sunday and bail is fine. <gasps> Hooray. Garlic is back on the menu and back in our family. Congratulations. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited and I feel like now I just want all the garlic all the time. I've been like trying to get you to make me stuff with garlic. Yeah. We got to go to the store and get it. Let's see how many different things we can make with garlic. Garlic ice cream. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's yeah, bold. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Uh, but that's cool. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So Hannah's good with garlic now apparently and yeah it's gonna be a good summer yeah i'm excited i feel like with your family i knew that i had to try it and figure it out before we spent the summer with them because they are a garlic loving bunch yeah july will be this the month of garlic yeah. here <laughs> yeah we'll I really have so. a lot of cool things to try with that so awesome news on that the garlic front and what else is up with hannah these days So this is pretty big. I don't know if we've mentioned it yet, but she officially has a tooth. I think it's, it is, I mean, I know it's a bottom tooth. I don't know if it's a right or left one. Yeah, a little chomper coming in. She struggled to get that thing to poke out. Yeah, she did. She definitely felt it coming in, but she handled it really well and she just did a really great job. And I'm really excited about it. Amazing. And then the other cool thing is that her eczema is under control now, right? It's getting a lot better. Yeah, it um it I feel like she still has some flare ups, but we're maintaining it really well using this product uh, by Green Goo. It's called Baby Balm, and I just I swear by it now. It's actually owned by the cousins of today's guest as well. Yes, technically cousin in law, I think, but we have met them, and I do I feel like kind of like we know someone famous because they have this brand. Yeah, it's, and a, it's real. A really cool company. And we put it on Hannah every night, the green goo, and her, yeah, her eczema is totally under control, I think, because in many ways because of that. I know, and I feel like I even, um, I love all their stuff, especially uh, their after sun, like skin repair too, um, that comes in handy on these hot days when I get a little bit too much sun. You're always trying to put that stuff on me. I know, it's amazing, and I just want you to use it. (laughs) Anyways, we do have Nicole on the show today, big friend of the pod and supporter of the pod. Mm-hmm. She's one of our best friends, and we wanted to talk to her because she started this blog this year about recipes that she makes, and she's a great cook. And we're big proponents, of course, on nap time chats of people following their creative dreams. Yes, you especially because you love to buy gear. All about the gear. Yeah, I feel like you are your father's son yeah, in that way. when it comes to potting, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that without further ado, this um, the interview with Nicole, she came on to talk about her blog. It's called Nick Stan Cooks. What gave you the idea for the blog? So I started realizing that I had no track of what I have cooked. Like I would, I would cook something and 
either it was really good or it was like, oh, next time I make this, I want to change these three things about it. But I'd never read it, wrote it down. And so I didn't have any record of it. And so I created the blog to kind of just start having that so that I didn't have just a million tabs open of different mm -hmm. recipes in my phone, um, in my web browser. And so that I could, yeah, keep track of some of that. And another benefit too, I had knee surgery back in December. And yes. when I went down for surgery, uh, the carnivore, as he's known yes. on, on the blog, uh, but my husband, Stephen, he, uh, he was like, okay, give me 10 recipes of things that, that oh. you'd want me to make while you're, you know, while you're recovering from surgery. Uh, I don't know. Cause like, I'm not picky, but I do want there to be, you know, a good mix of veggies. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, and, and so part of creating this was so that if he ever asked that it, question again if i could like, have go something to go to the blog and literally anything on there make that i definitely have lost steam i mean it, it started around new year's uh not exactly as a new year's resolution but also i had just had knee surgery so i wasn't doing a ton right, and it right. was like something i could do and it was a nice like it's the middle of winter at the end of the night after having dinner and kind of sitting down it's something i can do that's not just like scrolling through social right, media right. that's like on my phone um so that's something that feels productive at least uh so i definitely had a lot of steam at the beginning of of it um and now i mean now i will say that i'm not posting as much cuz i am able to go back and look at some of the things that oh, i've right, made until so like was kind of the entire point them. of yeah um of doing that you talk a lot about your family in it and not just the carnival or your husband, but you talk a lot about your dad and you talked about your grandpa's gnocchi and I have memories of you making gnocchi of that like special metal thing. What is it? The the potato presser. Yeah, it yeah, looks the like potato, a potato ricer. Excuse it like me. looks like Thor's hammer kind of. Um, <laughs> it kind of looks like a giant garlic press. Yes, yeah, that is definitely what it looks like. So you talk about your grandpa's gnocchi and that's a huge thing that you make um, and it's like a big process and and you talk a lot about cooking with your dad. And I want to know kind of what it was like growing up cooking with him. If he was like a hands-on, he wanted to teach you how to do it. Or if you like just absorbed and that's how you learned. Or Yeah, I don't think it was ever like pushed upon any of us to to do stuff or to help. Um, you know, I think being around when he was cooking you know, kind of helping out. There's, there's a joke in our family that, you know, if you ask to help and the task that's given to you is to grate cheese, then that means that nobody has any confidence in your ability to do oh, anything. Nice. Um, so I think once my sister and I graduated from just grating cheese, um, it's, yeah, it's still, still a joke, but, um, you know, it's often like, oh yeah, chop this over there and then, yeah. okay, throw that in. Um, yeah. And it probably, I mean, it wasn't really until I started living on my own that I, you know, started paying a little bit more attention to what he was doing and how to, how to try and create some of the stuff that he makes or, or asking him for recipes. And, and partially why I started the blog too, is I'm hoping that he catches on and starts his own so that I can oh, have all of his recipes written be awesome. down because he often cooks things and yeah has no idea what he did, but they're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good. What is your favorite thing to make with your dad? pretty much okay. anything so I don't I don't know if I have a thing I think I mostly just enjoy being around it and picking up on what he's doing and seeing what inspires him I mean oftentimes 
he'll like start start the week by I think going to the farmer's market and seeing what's fresh and what looks mm-hmm. good and then he brings all that home and then he opens up all of his recipe books on the you know on the coffee table oh, and wow. says okay I can make this with this and I can make this with this and then he goes to the grocery store and gets all the other ingredients that he needs to make those things wow. um, you learned to cook for your dad do you know who taught him to cook I mean I learn is like like I, I feel like just kind of through osmosis, I absorbed things. It wasn't ever like we sat down and had a cooking class. I feel like he probably experienced the same way from, from his dad. Um, And, you know, similarly, I think his, well, his mom, my grandma cooked for a lot of their growing up because my grandfather was the one who was working. And then once he retired, I think was when, um, yeah, was when he, you know, he was the kind of person that would go out to eat something and say, Ugh, I can make this better. He was a, he was a chemist. Um, and so he understood a lot of the chemical properties of, of cooking too. Is there, and sorry to Mike Stanick, because this, I don't want it to sound like throwing shade to him, but is there anything that you think that you have surpassed him in, in terms of cooking? No, is the short answer. Um, <laughs> but I will say my recent hobby of making ice cream. Oh, that's my um, favorite hobby you've ever had. <laughs> More than even more, running. More than hiking. More, more than, than running, hiking and running. More than any of that. Well, they, they do uh, benefit each other when they go together, I'd yes. say. But I have, yeah, I, I don't know when my ice cream obsession began, uh, but I feel like everywhere I have lived, I've had like a favorite ice cream place. And then when my sister moved to Portland, actually before she moved to Portland, but she was finishing up college in Eugene at U of O, um, we went to this new place called salt and straw and there's a line an hour-long line out the door which you know so of course we had to go uh so i will say that uh so when i moved into the new house um last year my sister got me an ice cream maker as a housewarming present with the salt and straw cookbook yeah best gift she ever got (laughs) it was it was a good one Oh man, Nicole's ice cream is so good. I know. She made, do you remember the vegan one that she made for a baby shower? Yeah, the baby shower that <laughs> Hannah attended because she was born before her due date. Um, yes. I remember that for sure. She does this really amazing job of like putting in chunks of brownies or cookie, mm-hmm. like a lot of really good like chunks of stuff in there. And I think that she uses the salt and straw recipe, right? Yeah, yeah, she did for that. Um, for that vegan one that she made, she did. They do have a vegan base, which is pretty exciting. Um, do you remember the first time that we went to Salt and Straw? It was one of my most favorite days of all time. The first time we went, it was on July 4th, a few years back. We had just finished up a bike trip with Nicole's dad, yeah. Mike, who's a biking um, superstar. superstar. And we had just come back from Napa Valley and we were biking over the Golden Gate Bridge mm-hmm. on July 4th, went through Sausalito, and then we went to the San Francisco edition of this wonderful ice cream store. So yeah, and the really line cool. was like out the door and you tried all the different flavors. And I will say I had hyped it up a lot in my head and it lived up to my expectations. It was so good. Yeah, and that was a great example of us kind of really connecting with Nicole's mom and, and dad, her parents so well. So we've been really lucky to be able to stay at their house and go on that trip with Mike. 
Yeah, and we, you know, we get to see them every time they come into town, and they were even my landlord for on and off for actually years, and yours too, very briefly. Yeah, and we've got to have some of Mike's cooking before, which is pretty unreal. Mm-hmm. So we truly, like, could not even fathom doing an episode with Nicole, especially one about cooking, without a family being involved. So that led us to call in Mike and Kayla along with Nicole. It was a four-way phone call, I think. Um, to do a round of rapid-fire, either-or, food-related questions. Okay, so my first question for you all is ketchup or mustard? It depends. (laughs) Dijon ketchup. (laughs) Yes, Dijon ketchup. They have pre-wrapped sausages, but they don't have pre-wrapped bacon. I think mustard. I think ketchup has like its one purpose and mustard is is much yeah, french fries or yeah, and burgers but like Maybe really fries, yeah. yeah. But you could have mustard on your burger too and and mustard is just so much more versatile. You put it on sandwiches, you put it in dressing. I was going to say salad There's so dressings. many different kinds of it. Yeah. I vote I vote must are you dip pretzels in it? Love a good soft pretzel, Mike. I haven't heard of you weigh in yet. Yes, yeah, so I, I definitely would go mustard too. I'm I I think hot dogs are made to transport mustard into my my mouth. So yes, mustard got a lot. Yeah, like Nicole said, more versatile. It's I like the tanginess of it, mm-hmm. and the, the, the bite. Um, ketchup is just a little too cloying. Um, even when I have ketchup with French fries, I have to put hot sauce in that. Yeah, definitely. If I had to choose only one of those condiments, uh, definitely mustard. I'm curious if this is a genetic thing because all of you, we got we got to get your sister in here at some point, Nicole. <laughs> Let's record it one more time, yeah. <laughs> and we got to see where she where she lands. Now, speaking of French fries. Curly fry or waffle fry? I definitely would go curly fry just because I think if, if I want a French fry, I want it to be there's there has to be enough sort of potatoey softness in the middle of it. Mm. And I think waffle fries tend to have too much crunch and not enough soft potatoey middle. I would go curly fry, but more for a nostalgic reason because we used to have them. From Jack in the Box, uh, after we played soccer games in Watsonville and Prunedale on our way home, uh, because our our co coach Mustafa uh, worked was a manager at Jack in the Box, so uh, I, I go curly fries for the nostalgia. It brings back those memories. Yeah, they do have a decent curly fry. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've never been in Jack in the Box. I got to try it. All right, Ko. So we have two votes for curly fries. Where do you land? I think I'll go curly fry because I like I like more soggy fries actually, and um, a waffle fry is not generally soggy. And I just think of of curly fries with lots of a good amount of salt flavor on them, mm. and I'm a salt person, so yeah, I'd go curly. All right, we have one more question for you. It is: Would you rather follow a recipe or come up with something from scratch? I definitely like to go my own way. Although I'll I'll usually start with at least one recipe. A lot of times I'll look at like multiple recipes for the same kind of thing and then 
take parts of each one and and maybe something on my own as well. So I would go more improvisation. Yeah, it turns out I am the same person as my father. <laughs> I do that exactly. Um, I will look at several recipes for something and then figure out, okay, what are the ingredients that I need? And based on my tastes, how much of each do I, and what I'm making, how much of each do I want to use? Um, Some of it is you got, you got to see what you're inspired by when you, when you go to the store. Nice. Got to feel inspired. Kale, what about you? I know that you don't do a lot of the cooking in the house, but I, know I just don't you. cook. So, <laughs> so yeah, so definitely not the improv thing. That would be a very bad idea. Even with the, with the full recipe in front of me, it's not always the best outcome. You but, follow the recipe for those chocolate chip cookies. Uh, yeah. So my thing is mm. chocolate chip cookies and I follow the recipe for chocolate chip cookies. Up and until so, where it says put them in the oven and instead you just put them in your mouth yeah. do you do the same That's recipe true. each time like do you always do the same yeah. chocolate chip cookies yeah it's basically well no so i do modify it a little bit i have but mostly it's it's by the book you have to send me that recipe love a good chocolate chip it's cookie it's the classic nestle toll house. Yeah, <laughs> toll house it's on the back of the yellow bag that's it Wow, thanks so much, Carol and Mike and Nicole, for being on first edition of Rapid Fire food-related uh, questions. But I have to say, I think we have just a slight issue. Hmm. What's that? I mean, the fry situation, in my opinion, <laughs> a waffle fry is just 100% better than a curly fry. Ooh, sounds like we need to have a little bit of a fry off next yeah, time they're in town. That's a good idea. We should go around <laughs> to every different restaurant in the Denver area and see what's better, the curly fry or the waffle fry. Hey, I'm down. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good fry? Absolutely. Um, well, again, thanks so much for everybody for listening and, and definitely want everyone to check out Nicole's blog. Yeah, Nicole's blog. Um, Nick Stan Cooks. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll put a link to it. It's it's really good, and we have made only one recipe from it. Uh, we made the bro- the Brussels sprout slaw, and it's really good. Nice. Well, we'll have to look up the most garlic heavy. Yes, that's dish true. On the, on the blog and make it for the summer. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, thanks everyone. Bye.